Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. Cross me is Mr. Oatman. What's good, party people? This week we tackle Incredibles 2, directed and written by Brad Bird, another Pixar joint, starring Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Val, Catherine Keener, Bob Odenkirk, Samuel L. Jackson, etc. Oatman, how did you feel about the first Incredibles? I can't remember it. Really? I don't like cartoons very much. What the hell's wrong with you? I fell asleep in this movie. What? <laughs> Only briefly, though. I fell asleep at the very but end for like five minutes. But that's a personal issue. That's, that's a personal issue. <laughs> that's not... That, <laughs> that wasn't should, the movie. That shouldn't be reflected upon the film. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought... Uh, I, you know what? I, I saw the first one. I just don't remember it. I'm not a big cartoon guy. Well, it was technically, what, 12, 13 yeah, I think years I was ago? Like, yeah, I think I was 13 when that thing happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved the first one. I thought it, this was before... You loved it. Loved the first you one. You loved something. Yeah. That's interesting. I told you that happens. Um, just rarely. I mean, you like nothing. I you, love... The Incredibles you love. I love The Incredibles. I'm a Pixar fan, for the most part. Love the Toy Story 2. It's a little, that's a little disconcerting. I, I mean, love uh, Wally. Do you drive a white panel van? I'm just curious. Not yet. Okay, just wondering. I mean, one day. <laughs> Wally's one of their best. Uh, I liked Wally. Uh, Incredibles. I, I thought, remembered Wally. Wally's that was a great. Good movie. That was a great movie. Wally's great. The Incredibles, I thought, was probably the best superhero movie we had had up to that point. I mean, this is before what? the Marvel movies. The Marvel movies weren't what they are today. But still, I mean, <laughs> but still, it was. It was for my money the best. It's superhero. a cartoon. So, oh my god, what's wrong? You're saying that like cartoons can't aren't films. I mean, it's a cartoon. I mean, so, I mean, I guess. I mean. I mean, Pixar makes some of the best movies out there, regardless of cartoon or not. They're, I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I mean I, okay. If you wanted to focus, just talk about story. Those guys focus on story and character better than almost anybody out there. It's a cartoon. So what? Why yeah. are you so dismissive of a cartoon? Yeah, I'm not Why? dismissive of it. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, it was. It was fine. It Unbelievable. Was so, it was solid. I mean, it's fine. This is now. This is weird. You're <laughs> incredibly dismissive just because. It's animated. That's just you dismiss it. I I don't dismiss it. I think kid films are great. It's not a kids film. It kind of is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it sort of is. Pixar makes family movies. Yeah, that's that's always that's always code for kid films. No, it isn't. It, it I mean, I, I, you're right. I think it is, but in this case, it is a family film in the truest sense. Pixar actually makes movies for all ages, and, and that is not a code. This is not Smurfs. Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's it's a, kind of a kid film, a good kid film. It is a film for everyone. Uh, I guess. All right. All right. I mean, okay. I suppose. Okay. All right. You're out of your mind, but fine. <laughs> well, this is going to go differently than I expected. All right. Incredibles <laughs> two. How'd you feel about it? Liked it. Liked it a lot. Anything where I get to see Craig T. Nelson get pulled out of the mothballs to actually do a role. I think Holly Hunter played the mom, right? Yep. I uh, love Holly Hunter. I uh, love the voices. I thought the story was good. Little cliched in, in in parts, but but good. I mean, I thought it was really well done. I liked Sam Jackson. Thought the artwork was good. I loved the baby. That was probably my favorite. Really? Uh, yeah, the favorite part. The idea that there was this being that had all of these spoiler alert had all of these emergent powers. I, I like that whole bit that they. It's not they, much of a spoiler. I mean that. Yeah, it's kind of in the trailer. It, but it's yeah. in the trailer. It's also from the in the first movie. We saw some of that. We'll get into spoilers a little bit later, but we'll start off a little spoiler free here. Can you spoiler in the cartoon? I mean, I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, I'm flummoxed. I mean, come on. It was good. I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. 
I mean, if you, if you have a 12 year old, take uh, them to go see The Incredibles. Unbelievable. Good stuff. Wow. Good stuff all around. I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable experience as cartoons go. It was, it was good. Oh boy. I don't feel that it, even amongst, even within the world of animation, I didn't think it trafficked, say, like for instance, you mentioned Wally. I felt mm-hmm. Wally was an adult film. It trafficked in some very adult ideas, some very adult themes. This, sure. I, this idea that technology makes us weaker and fatter and how over the generations this entire group of people became fatter and slower and weaker because of their dependence on technology. Man, that's really adult stuff. That's not The Incredibles. The Incredibles no, are, you know, hey, they're superheroes. No, no yeah, it's know. a superhero film. Yeah, it's it's a kid film. More of a no. kid well, by even within your rules of this weird animation animation world. That I mean, is Ant Man a kids film? Because I would argue it's maybe as ju- it's probably more juvenile than this. Maybe okay, maybe all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, in the case of Ant Man, maybe yeah. A lot of those Marvel movies are kind of this. They're trafficking a lot of the same things. I'm not saying this is high art. I'm not saying it's aspiring to be anything more than it is. It's I would, a, I would argue, film. I would argue the reason that you don't call Marvel movies family films is because they also have touches of darker themes that illuminate those worlds. Like the idea that technology that's used to protect us can one day turn around to try to kill us. Well, like I actually, that's a, that's a heavy theme, even in a, in a film that has people running around in tights and such. I don't think that's present here. I don't think, I don't think themes matter, uh, when it comes for, when it comes to determining whether or not it's a kid's film or a family film or well, not. Well, I, I think they do. It, it, to uh, you're wrong. I'm not saying you don't see it that way. I don't think the general audiences or the uh, exhibitors or the You're studios care. absolutely wrong. No, here's what they care about. Blood. You're wrong. That's where the difference is. You're, you're wrong. The- themology matters. And, and you'll notice you don't have super heavy themes in movies. You don't have any super heavy themes in Toy Story. Of course you don't. Because of course you, absolutely be- you do. Abs- you're absolutely What's the wrong. heavy theme in Toy Story? Death. I, mean, I guess. Death is heavily explored in that. Irrelevance, death. Uh, especially in the third one. That death movie of, is about death. Is it really about yes, death? Yes, it is. Absolutely. How so? Prove it to me. Well, look at, did you see Toy Story 3? Uh, Toy Story 3? No, I did not. Oh, well, then this is going to be difficult. I mean, it's a cartoon, uh, so I didn't catch oh it. Oh, so my God. Fill me, fill me in. Um, I think I suffered through about 20 minutes of the first one. The, the characters in that movie are sent basically to a retirement home to die. Toys, right? Toys. Yeah, okay. but they're characters. It doesn't matter they're toys. I mean, any number of movies are filled yeah. with characters that don't exist and can't yeah, I mean, be real in our realm. I guess. It's just that they're animated. Look at any... So the death isn't like humans. It's Look, just toys. is Thanos a real character? It's more human-like, yeah. Okay. I think, I think Thanos How so? Is, I think Thanos is, I think Thanos is more of a proxy for the audience than, say, a Tonka truck. Uh, yeah. I'm not talking about Tonka truck. I'm talking about Woody, Buzz Lightyear. They're humanoid. They're okay. CG animated. It's very uh, little difference. Fair, fair enough. It's about that. Fair enough. I, I, I yield. And, uh, at the end of that movie, spoiler alert, they actually face Whoa, their- whoa, whoa. I may, I may see this. No, I'm no just you're not going to see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. They actually, uh, are facing their imminent doom and they all accept it. They all take hands and walk into essentially their inevitable fate. And they die? No. But that moment. <laughs> that sounds like the worst kid film ever. <laughs> I know. They don't die. They're, they are saved. They are saved. But it so is. It's like, a, I mean, it's like a Jonestown for toys or something? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Kind of. I mean, it's, well, you said there are no dark themes in kids' movies, and I 
flatly disagree. I did not say there were no dark themes in kid movies. I said there were no dark themes present in Incredibles. In fact, I explicitly told you a, a, uh, I, I agree. a an animated film that had darker themes, and I just said they weren't present here. Okay. That's what I said. All They're right. not but present. It sounded like you were dismissing still most animated I gave, films. I gave you an example of an animated film that had yeah. dark themes. All right, fine. In any case, this movie is not trying to be that. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's entertainment. It's an action movie. It's very entertaining. Unfortunately, I love the first one, and this one I wanted to enjoy. There was a thing at the beginning. Before the movie started, there was a video of the actors, and I think Brad Bird was even in there. It's like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming. We yeah. know it's been a long time. I was getting popcorn. The, I walked in at the end of it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be worth it, but, you know, this is going to blow your mind. I was like, oh, okay, so they know. <laughs> I mean, I had no expectations. Like, Well, I had expectations, but leading into this, it was like, Oh, yeah, it has been a long time. This better be worth it. Worth the wait. I was just like, okay, another Incredibles movie. But then they showed that. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess this is going to be something special. And it wasn't. It was <laughs> It was more Incredibles, which is fine. I enjoyed that. You wanted to see more of an exploration of death or something like that. Would have been nice. Well, here's what I thought we were going. All right, I guess we should jump into spoilers here. Okay. Spoiler territory a little bit. I thought we were going to – I thought what they were leading to was an exploration of – a loss of privacy technology, again, encroaching our lives with the, the cameras and the surveillance and the PR stuff, kind of turning all of these ideas, especially with the technology villain. Yeah. We were going to go to a place of nanny state government, uh, or not even government, because this isn't what we're dealing with isn't government overreach here. We're dealing with private enterprise into our private lives. Yeah, I thought it, I, to me, I thought it was representing like Apple, those kind of places. Yeah, of. and Facebook yeah. and uh, phones, Android phones, yeah, that kind and of stuff. Uh, all that stuff. People willingly giving up their privacy, which people do for fame, for other reasons, personal and selfish. Which was where this movie looked like it was going, and it didn't at all. Nope. That was all complete. And that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. It just, uh, it, it became more of a Saturday morning cartoon villain, which is fine. The first one was like that, but yeah. the first one didn't set up a deeper, a more compelling idea than that. As I said in the beginning, wonderful kids, Phil. Nice little Man, kid film, and this is this is right up. There. This is a mar- it's a superhero movie. It's it's no deeper than most of the Marvel movies. That's not true, but yeah, I get your point. And it's fun. The first Incredibles was was that, and it was fun. And the music was. Let me guess. You're about to get into the composer, of Michael Giacchino. Oh, you're such a weirdo. Who was who fantastic? Michael Giacchino. He's you great. could be making that up. No, that's his name. You could be making that up. Who knows who the composer is? Giacchino. He uh, works a lot with J.J. Abrams. Did the uh, the last... I don't know if he did the third Star Trek movie, but he did the oh, first two. Oh, stop it. What? You droning on about the composer. Who notices that? People who care about film. I'm going to get you a pet or a girlfriend one, but how do you how do you, how do you know this stuff? It's great. <laughs> yeah. uh, the first the first soundtrack was very much kind of like an adventure James Bondy kind of a sound to it, very 60s uh, James Bond. In this movie, both movies are a pastiche of kind of 50s 60s. <laughs> Uh, not only sound, but visual cues. You look at the apartment or the house they move into. It's very 60s. Uh, True. 50s, 60s kind of pastiche stuff. I missed that, but yeah, good point. And the soundtrack in this one had those cues because it, you know, it continues those audio motifs. It's the same composer, but all of the new tracks that aren't directly related to themes from the first movie do not live, do not jump out as much as the previous film had. Which I found disappointing. And, and the whole movie kind of like that. 
all the things that worked in the last movie work here. But it doesn't do anything new or different with it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like most cartoons, which which I accept oh, this. And it's unbelievable. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it, but there are no stakes in here. And I think that's okay, because in most cartoony type of things, there, there are no stakes. Like There are stakes. Not really. There's nothing going to happen to mom, really. There's something really going to happen to dad. Probably not. Really? I mean, it's sure, car- but that's yeah. true of most movies. I mean, sort of like for instance, uh, we know our heroes aren't going to die. Well, no, for the I most mean, part. like like in the world, you mentioned like like real movies, like where you real have, movies, like where you have where you have like adults who dress up in the costumes. Like if there's a baby there and the people are shooting around, there's real jeopardy in the screen. So like in a Marvel movie, you say, oh, Marvel movies. Is the same okay, thing. let me uh, well, let, let me finish. Point, all right. If there's a, if there's a little baby there that's riding around and lasers are shooting past that baby's head, there's a real stake in that there's a real idea I know that it depends on the movie man but most of them look at the last fast and furious movie did you see that thing why would i see that thing because that's not a superhero movie yes it is not really no those movies are absolutely superhero no, they're movies. not yes they are no they're not have you and seen I, the last three why would i because no, they're superhero they're movies not. man they absolutely they're are. not they're jock testosterone field uh sort of an extension of the steve mcqueen legacy of the 60s on steroids but that's not a superhero that's what the first few movies were yeah now they're superhero movies now i disagree they are the rock grabbed a torpedo out of a sub uh, from a submarine is floating along on the ice and he launched it with his arm at the bad guys this is a superhero movie. And you spend your time watching this trash? Yes. As I was saying, I was making my, my, my point. No, my point Before is I was that <laughs> in that movie, in the last Fast and Furious movie, you got Jason Statham up on an airplane with a little baby in a car seat. Okay, let's do it this way. Seat. Let's do it this way. You're right. Okay. I mean, you're not, but if we'll get you off this jag you're on, fine. It's a superhero movie. I mean the more traditional superhero movies where we literally call them superheroes. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking Marvel. So, let's just say in comparison to Marvel. So, let's say not a superhero movie, but in a Marvel superhero movie. If there is a baby laying on the ground. But you said real movies. Okay, if there's a baby <laughs> laying on the ground and there are lasers shooting past the baby's face, in that moment, there is real jeopardy. Not, there, a, not if that baby had superpowers and was invulnerable. Sure it is. But at the, first of all, at the moment, we didn't know the baby had superpowers. Oh, yeah, we did. No, we did not. We knew from the last movie. Well, I don't remember last week. So, so that's, anyway. that's a personal issue. So Again. even even if the baby has superpowers, there's real jeopardy. There. No, not for but that. But in this movie, it's like a cartoon. It's like, oh, you gotta you gotta watch the baby now, and then they jump off and they throw the baby to each other. There there are no stakes because it's a cartoon. There are no real stakes the li- with with tossing a baby to your brother while you go and fight this alien. There's no real stakes there because it's a cartoon. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, cartoons are fine. I loved cartoons. I like Bugs Bunny and Spider-Man cartoons. I love that stuff. But, but there, there are examples of live-action movies that do exactly that as well. Uh, it's, I, it's no I different. I can't think of many in Shoot the em genre. Shoot Up is another one. I can't think. Of, that's not a superhero movie. I'm talking about in a genre superhero movie, especially as Marvel has redefined this this genre what I liked about a lot of the Marvel movies is there are real stakes in them in the way you would have in a drama. But in this movie, there are no real stakes. And part of it is because it is a cartoon. No, the stakes are their freedom. 
Yeah, there are no stakes. Not really. The stakes are their identity nah. and their freedom mm-hmm. and nah. their ability mm-hmm. to be themselves. No, there, there are, there is no real possibility of real loss here. There's no real possibility of jeopardy no, here. No, the loss has already happened. Yeah, but there is no, je- there is no jeopardy. They're fighting for something that they want. They're not fighting though because there is no jeopardy. In, in order for there to be a fight, jeopardy must then exist. It doesn't exist in this film. Yes, it does. And that's okay. It's it not, does it's exist. That's what the that. whole, vi- the villain is trying to accomplish yeah. the whole movie is to make it even harder for them to get what they want. Now, there's no real... Now, you may not like the stakes or care about these characters, and that's fine. I I felt no stakes. Like, when I was watching that, and there were no sequences, which, by the way, I thought were really nicely directed. I think within the genre he's directing, it's fine. It's not a knock. That's the genre. So I thought <laughs> I thought it was great when he, when the baby was bouncing all over the place and lasers were shooting past his head and the kids were literally blithely just throwing away their little infant sibling and, and basically tossing them out of the way so they can go check. That was great. Because in that genre, that that's typical for the genre. It's not an attack. It's just what the genre is. When the but genre, I'm, my, I'm just my saying problem with genre is that... I'm just saying in that, another... In a, in a, and I won't say real because I know you're it's saying, you're, you're but putting, in a typical Marvel superhero movie, there would have been stakes attached to that that aren't attached to a you're, cartoon. You are placing, you're confusing medium with genre. I'm not. Animated is not a genre. Okay. It is a medium. I disagree, but okay. I think at a certain point, medium can become genre. I mean, Iron there Giant. Cer- there, there are certain things that define this medium. Iron Giant is an animated film. It I is know it's not an animated this. film. I didn't say it was Frozen this. Frozen is an animated film. It's not this. I didn't say it was this. Right. But I think there are things that can be that can be typical of all of Princess them. Princess Mononoke is an animated. I think film. there are things that can be typical of all of them that connect them and can be themes that run through all of them. There can be outliers too, but there can also be themes that kind of run throughout them. I think a little bit of lack of jeopardy is something that is a more typical thing. And in here, I just didn't feel that here. This sounds like somebody saying all comic books are the same. Nope. Or comic books have a similar not saying that. thing to them. And, you're put, and animated movies that. can tell every not, kind not of story. I'm saying screwball comedies do have some commonalities. Not all I know, screwball, but you can do an animated screwball screwball Not all screwball comedies are the same. I got you, but you can do an animated screwball comedy. Yeah, you can comedy. have cross-genres. You can also have it's not a, a cross-genre. It's just a different medium to a similar genre. But I think the medium is can also be the message. I think that's true. I think there are things that... I don't know what that it, means. Things, that, things can be informed by a genre that are created by the medium in which you create. By the medium you, you pick, somehow that can inform certain choices you can make within a certain genre. Sure. Of course. But it's it's like a different tool. It's like CG animation. I'm not arguing that. Uh, has, not, gives you more choices I'm when telling another story. I'm not arguing that, LJ. I'm just telling if you would have had living actors acting <laughs> out the exact same thing, it would have changed the way in which those scenes could have worked. You wouldn't have had the baby bouncing back and forth yes, in of course that you way. Would. No, you wouldn't have. Of course you would. You wouldn't have. It's all CG anyway. You're, but I'm not talking it's about no CG. Difference. I'm saying if you had, if you would have had living actors. But we don't have living actors in those action scenes anyway. I'm saying if you had living actors acting those scenes out, it changes the level of stakes that you can put on it. It doesn't play as well when you're bouncing a baby, a living baby around in that way. Once you have a living baby on screen, and you're bouncing it around like that where it almost is about to be killed, but we you are going to create a level of stakes that are not going to be created by a cartoon. This is what That's happens in CG. It's actually, for me, it's even more of a dichotomy. It actually makes it less likely that I'll care about the stakes in a live-action movie because we're going from live-action actors suddenly to CG actors 
doing things that are impossible. It's those moments where I no longer care. Go back to Black Panther. That every sounds time like a, that sounds like a personal issue. No, it isn't. It's it's <laughs> and your and your screed against Black Panther. Another personal issue. No, no. Same thing with all the Marvel movies. It's okay. uh, it once once it's clear to me that we're dealing with CG characters doing action scenes, e- even in Captain America, which I love. Once it's clear that. Captain America is CG, a CG actor doing these things. I'm not invested anymore. Well, that's a personal issue. No, it isn't. It's, it it's, is. It is a... It's just you. It's No, it isn't. Uh, you know, when Black Panther is up on screen doing stuff, I'm very invested in the CG Black Panther. He was doing things, and then I was what's, invested then in Then what's the character. difference here? Because it's still CG. It's what still I'm, character. What I'm saying is you're assuming that the baby has to be CG. Just because CG is around the baby doesn't mean that the baby has to be CG. You can have a real baby that has lasers firing all around it, and I'm saying if you had that, it immediately creates a level of stakes that you don't get from a cartoon baby that's laughing and playing with a rattle. But you're arguing both fine. sides of this argument. You're saying the CG yeah. actors work for you well, and well, live action actors work for you. There's I'm, no difference. But I'm not saying that it didn't work for me. That's the art. You're trying to act as though. Is you or you're saying if I'm this saying, were live action, it would have worked better? What I'm saying is that I liked it. It just didn't have stakes, but most cartoons don't have stakes. And what I'm saying is I don't need it for it to work for me as a cartoon. It's a cartoon. But I'm just saying you can't compare it to a live action thing that has greater stakes to it. That's all I'm saying. I absolutely can. But but I'm not knocking it. You're you're knocking it. I I liked it. I said it was good. What are you talking about? I'm just saying it didn't have stakes. And you're going off on this tangent like oh, it does have stakes. It doesn't. It's a cartoon. It doesn't have a lot of stakes. It's hard for it to do it. It can do it, but it's harder. It's so a harder let, bar. Let's go to another one. Sure. Uh, do the char- let's go to novels because it sounds like you're saying it, it can't you can't have stakes because the characters aren't real. I didn't say that. As a matter of fact, I, I just I just said the reverse of that. What I said was, if you're going to quote me, quote me correctly. I said it's more difficult. I'm not quoting you. I'm I, I've actually pointed out stuff that had stakes to it. Uh, we just we just did a review of a Batman movie it had stakes all over. That was a cartoon, but there were stakes in that. Okay. There were heavy stakes in that. So I didn't say it can't be done. I think it's harder. I think it's more difficult, especially when you don't have human actors and you're dealing in a, a medium that tends to be more conducive towards children. Yeah, it's more difficult. Of course it is. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy what that is. I enjoyed The Incredibles. I said it was good. I think it's a good cartoon, but I mean, I don't think it's the same as watching like Winter Soldier. I mean, that's ridiculous. Of course it's not the same. I didn't say it was either. I didn't say you said that it was the same. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm saying it's not the same thing. It was good. It's a nice cartoon. It was my, pleasant. My, I think we're arguing. Maybe we're arguing different points. My point is Possibly. that it's not harder to have stakes in an animated film. You can not feel those stakes because they didn't do their job as filmmakers. You can say the stakes aren't there or aren't developed clearly enough. You can say you don't care about the stakes as it relates to these characters' fate. But the idea that stakes are harder to create in an animated film or anything that doesn't have live actors in it, I think, is absurd. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a reason why animated films aren't winning Golden Globes and, and Emmys. That's not and true. They're they not do. Winning, and they're, they're they not do winning win awards. A, yeah, in their own little ghetto category. But, I mean, in terms of main but, awards, you don't see a lot of that. Uh, so a lot of people tend to agree that in those performances, they don't see as high a stake as in other stuff. It's just a harder bar to clear. There's a is. stigma among people where they think no cartoons just, are automatically what you for call, kids. What you call a stigma, I call fact. No, it's not fact. It, well, it's, The medium people, is not. 
the well, there, same thing. There are some who... There are animated films for adults, specifically. I didn't say they did. I'm not arguing otherwise. So why can't those win awards? Because they have, by the way. I'm saying... And not just in the ghetto I'm, of animated I'm film saying category. mainly, mainly, you don't see in dramatic categories, you don't see a lot of cartoons really going up there and being competitive with live action. There is a difference. And there is a different level of dramatic stake that you can do. It just is. Sorry. No, it isn't just is. It just is. I'm no, sorry. it isn't. It, You're right in that is. that doesn't happen as often. Of course not. But it's not that the medium is incapable of it. I didn't say it was incapable of it. I said it was. And, and it's was, not harder. It, well, you're wrong. It's not harder. Clearly it it's harder or they would be clearing the bar more often. No, it's harder, I think, for some audiences to accept uh, okay. because they have this stigma about them. Well, it's, okay. it's similar well, okay. to video well, games. Let's say, well, let's, say, let's put it this way. LJ, you are smarter than 90% of lay All audiences. right, let's just be, let's, <laughs> okay, let's get insulting while we're I'm at it. I'm not getting insulting. You, cause you're saying they don't get it. They're, they're all, they're all uh, besieged by the stigma. Okay. So then you do get it and just most people don't. Okay. It's similar to comic books. Comic books are seen as, well, that's kid stuff, superhero stuff. That's not a serious medium. For storytelling and literature, and that's patently absurd as well. But see, I don't think that it's not. I, you don't. Yeah. But out there in the world, okay, there's a great number of people that think just like that, and it's not a problem of the medium. Well, first it's a of problem all, with the perception. First of all, I'm not one of those people that think just because a story doesn't have stakes, it can't be a good story. There's a lot of storytelling. I'm not arguing that point. That that doesn't have stakes. So you're acting like you're. That's acting, not the point. I'm you're arguing. Acting, but what you're acting is though I'm painting some stain on the cartoons. You just, are just because I say a lot of them don't have stakes, or it's a harder it's a harder bar to clear. I, I am that saying medium. that you're. Yes. I would say the same thing for a lot of, of comedies are like that. A lot of comedies to me don't have a lot of stakes in them. Not for real. It's a harder bar to clear. You can. But it's harder. But that's genre. That's not medium. It's a different. But thing. we we dis- disagree. I think animated is a genre. You don't. I I accept your point and I get your explanation of it. I just don't agree. I think it is a genre. But I think much as comedy is a genre that they don't compete in a is lot of. Is comic age. book a genre? That, well, let me finish talking. I don't think comedies compete for Oscars and things, and because it's harder to clear that bar of sort of uh, dramatic tension and stakes. To win awards like that, which tend to look for those Because those are different genres. They are different genres as in anime. Are comic books a genre? In terms of what? In terms of uh, Is that literature? In terms of literature? Sure. I would say graphic novels are a genre, sure. Okay. Disagree. It's a, okay. it's a medium. Like anything else. There, every genre exists in comic books. Okay. Same thing with animated films. Same thing with live action films. Same thing with novels. And there are different kind of comedies. But they're still comedies. Okay, subgenres. There's British but those comedy. Are subgenres. They're, they're, well, same thing with comic books. There are subgenres in comic books. No, no. <laughs> it's a medium. It yeah. is not a genre. Well, then I guess comedy is a medium, right? No, it's a genre. Well, I disagree. I mean, we can we can throw words around. We're both English teachers. We can do that to the cows <laughs> come home. I, I get your point and I acknowledge it. I just don't agree with it. Okay. So yeah, I like The Incredibles. Thought it was adorable. Uh, not a lot of stakes in it. I mean, don't go there looking to be on the edge of your seat. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Not a lot of tension. Not a lot of uh, idea that a character is going to be hurt or injured in any really major. It felt way. like a you know, what this felt like was a season of television in two hours. It, it felt episodic to me. Okay, We're going from episode to episode and season finale. And here's where I agree with you on the stakes. I don't think that it's 
harder to do stakes in an animated film. But I will agree that the stakes in this movie are not as high. They're um, not there. They're non-existent. No, they're, they're there. They're just not that high. And so the, the culmination in the season finale, or, you know, the climax of this movie, uh, aren't that compelling because the stakes aren't as high. It would have been... I don't know. I don't know what I wanted. The, the first movie <laughs> it was so it was such a breath of fresh air, and I enjoyed it so much. It was fun, and it was this family drama mixed in with this action superhero movie with a little bit of James Bond tropes. And this one, I guess, is more of that. But it feels, it, it, at the end of the day, as, as much as I enjoyed it, it felt kind of like, hey, you like that last one? Let's do some more of that. You like? Oddly that? enough, I think I enjoyed the film more than you did. Maybe. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than you did. I didn't worry about it trying to be like a real drama or something and just enjoyed it on the level of a, a nice cartoon and with like really pretty pictures. Yeah, but the first one had, I'm not saying it's, it's an amazing drama or anything, but it had more of that than this one did. Well, one always does, typically. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's par for the course with a sequel. Well, uh, not in Captain America's case. <laughs> Back to my favorite superhero movie. Captain America 2 was, was far better at this than the first. I see. I like. I really like. I liked one better. But what? I did. You're out of your goddamn mind. I liked it better. I, th- I thought it was a better film. I wow. don't think it was as good a superhero movie, but I thought it was a better film. Wow. All right. But so, that's another argument. Yes, it is. We don't have time for that. We're already uh, at uh, our limit. <laughs> we we barely talked about this film. <laughs> really. Sam Jackson was good. Sure. He's always good. Yeah, that's true. Quick notes, review us on Apple Podcasts, drop us some five stars, check us out on Google Play Music if you prefer. Tell your friends about the show. Tell them about to come see our play. Oatman's directing a play. When's it go up? And apparently LJ is just sort of walking past the room. Yeah, I'm just kind of there. But anyway, we're doing Dutchman July 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th at the PNC campus off 105. So if you get a chance, come check us out in July. It's at the front porch. Yep, PNC Arts Campus. What are tickets? 25 bucks at the door? Yeah, 25 at the door and 20 if you get it early. Uh, my man um, LJ here is running the lights and also assistant director. And uh, just come on by and check us out and tell me what you think. And with that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Peace and chicken grease.